welcome to menopause nutritionist i believe women can thrive in menopause and have the body composition of their choice if they master their nutrition and lifestyle and today i thought we would just do a little revisit on some of the things that i have changed to thrive in menopause so i'm not gonna give you my whole story um, today I just thought there's a lot of new people listening in so I thought I would just give us a bit of a kind of a recap and uh, the reason for that is I just see so many women that are struggling in this process and 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 reaching out on social media and so I just wanted to kind of run through these are the top 10 things I suppose that have really made a difference and hopefully this will help you on your journey as you know if you've listened to any of the content I share and I, I my whole mission is trying to help other people on their own health and wellness journey so this started from me sharing my own experience I once I, when I studied nutrition I actually studied sports nutrition I, I studied nutrition and then I I deviated off and um, and specialized in sports nutrition because my my first kind of I guess idea was helping other women like me that were athletes and I still do do some sports nutrition coaching from time to time however when I started sharing my menopause journey that's when like people really started you know asking me questions and like really like following in and um, and and that's how this is growing so I'm still true to that if you follow me on social media and look at my stories you'll see me every day like working out lifting heavy all of the things I'm about to talk about now so I try and really live like what I talk to you guys about here and um, and you know so make sure you follow along if that's helpful um, for you at any point um, so here are some of the I mean these are 10 tips I suppose that have been game changes in my own journey of really like investigating how I could get myself living my optimal optimal I guess life if you like feeling my best and the first thing of course is going to be nutrition so when you hit 40 your food has to change like a hundred percent you'll hear me say this day in day out and I just did not know that first so my food has changed dramatically and that is because the whole eating less exercising more thing does not change your body composition once you hit 40 it stops working and that is because of the hormones so your food has to change when you realize that and you make those adjustments it makes a massive difference to your outcome and not only to your body composition because that's often the trigger that helps get people motivated to do something about it they just get so sick of like the belly fat they get sick of not wearing their clothes if, if this is how I felt I, I was super frustrated that this by far was what got me into gear to like what is going on you know I had this belly fat that just wasn't shifting and I felt like I was pregnant so a hundred percent like that was the motivating factor and that's generally like what brings people to you know to chat with me because they are sick of their body composition and they 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 really want to do something about it nothing is working so f changing your food is number one 
Number two is like eating high protein. So that is a game changer. And when you learn how much protein you need to eat and then go about doing that, it is a massive game changer. And that is why I'm so passionate about protein. Like I run the free protein challenges, you know, which all of you get on board and join. I think last time we had 383 women like doing the free protein challenge, which just makes me so happy because, you know, if I can help teach people to eat protein and prioritize protein, that in itself, game changer. So that's number two. Number three is intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting has been a tool that I implemented quite early on. My husband has been intermittent fasting for like 25 years and he's super fat adapted. Um, and look, two different conversations because he's a man and not going through menopause, but there's many doctors out there, Dr. Mary Claire, Dr. Mindy Powell's like that all uh, use intermittent fasting and have like protocols for why it's really good for menopause and it's really to do with insulin like I mean that's one of the reasons intermittent fasting is also um, like anti-inflammatory in the body so you know we want inflammation down there's actually so many there's so many benefits and like there's lots of content that I've talked about intermittent fasting and the benefits so you can definitely dive into that in other episodes um, but intermittent fasting really helped me get rid of the belly fat and helps me keep it off, helps me manage my calorie consumption. Real game changer. Four is lifting heavy weights. Now, I've talked a lot about this recently and it is by far a non-negotiable for me in my journey. Lifting heavy, making sure you're protecting and building muscle and keeping your bones healthy and strong it not only matters for your metabolism, like which equals your body composition, it matters for your longevity. So really important um, to be lifting heavy weights. The next one is prioritizing sleep. So sleep is like a weapon. If, if you want to feel better, it is the easiest thing to do is just get more sleep. Now, I hear some of my menopausal tribe out there going, it's not that easy. I keep waking up with hot flushes and like my sleep is interrupted. There are lots of things you can do to create good sleeping routines. Um, so I would just encourage you to investigate that. And if I haven't done a, you know, an actual, have I actually done a episode on sleeping? If I haven't, we'll be doing that because there's a lot involved in just sleep. That's a huge subject in itself. Okay, the next one is natural supplements. So on my journey, I have not, so the short version, because we're not doing my whole story here, I started obviously having the belly fat and then I had the, um, the, the menopause symptoms starting and I went to my doctor and the first thing she talked to me about was HRT. Now, I am not anti-HRT. I think there's a place for it. I just decided to investigate all of the natural alternatives, look at my lifestyle, see like these things we're talking about now, I decided to investigate that first before I investigated the HRT for two reasons. One, I didn't know about HRT, I know a lot more about it now, but I didn't know anything about it and I like research, I like to actually know the facts and data, so that was the first thing. And the second thing was, 
I felt, and I was right, that maybe I wasn't actually doing everything I could to feel my best. So, like I said, I'm not anti-HRT. I think there's a place for it. Some of you, and a lot of you reach out to me, don't want to do it. And that is fine. Like, everyone has that choice to make, and everyone ha will, you know, come to their own decision about it. What I personally have found is there is a lot of natural vitamins and minerals. And of course, I studied this when I became a nutritionist. So there's a lot of natural minerals and vitamins that can help and aptogens that come from plants that actually are really beneficial in the menopause journey. So um, leaning into that and trying some of those is really helpful and definitely can help your journey. Um, now the next one is your sex life no one talks about this and actually on my program we're just going into the next six week period and we do talk about uh, sex life in this next six weeks because it's actually really important you should have a healthy love life and it can be affected in the menopause years so that is something that I have been proactive about making sure that that didn't suffer and there's lots of things you can do about that the next one is um water consumption that is like honestly today right now that here is my little kind of public service announcement to you go and drink your water hit three liters of water today it's the easiest thing you can do and actually i'm talking to myself as i talk to you i'm like i'm a bit behind um you know, go and drink your water because it makes a difference. So you can do that now and you can all like let me know when you do it. The next one is walking, getting your steps in. So I'm running like the last six week program for the year at the moment. And this is something we uh, are going to be actually talking about in the next, over the next six week period. Um, but our kind of like my clients and say the program we try and hit for 7,000 steps a day as a minimum now you can do more than that but being active and moving your body is really important so having a standing desk um, you know like if you work at home making sure you're moving like through the day um, as we as human beings we are designed to move so hitting 7,000 steps a day is like just a it's a minimum requirement that is a non-negotiable for me and um, it, there's so many benefits that that in itself actually will do another episode on that too because it's really important uh, and the last one is gut health now gut health is a topic that comes up very frequently in most of the clients that I work with and there's a number of reasons for it estrogen uh, actually affects your gut health so it can change the lining of your microbiome and actually we as we age we stop making the same amount of digestive enzymes that affects your gut health so there's a lot of reasons why your gut health can be affected at this stage but the same thing if you can get your gut health on track and I have a couple of awesome products that I use that I just one particular that I swear by but there's many things you can do to really kind of encourage a really healthy gut microbiome and healthy gut because the gut brain connection is very strong menopause symptoms actually are generated in the brain so if your gut brain connection is broken that's going to not be good for all of those things that kind of makes sense right so 
there's lots going on but those are kind of the top 10 things that uh, kind of stand out in my journey of being able to optimize my health and wellness and thrive in menopause so I just thought we would do a recap there's lots of new people listening so you can just tune in and maybe take some notes of some of those things make sure you're ticking them off the list and uh, you know not letting yourself off the hook because that's a little bit about this is that earlier in your life I, I always say pre-40s right once we hit 40 we can't just let ourselves off the hook we can't get away with it anymore we used to be able to you know do you know have a big night on the drink and and have a hangover and you can still do that like don't get me wrong but what i'm saying is your body is not as forgiving so we can't just let ourselves off the hook like we used to we have to actually be very proactive and and really put some of these things to the forefront and i haven't even talked about like morning routine or you know um managing stress or cortisol or you know mindfulness or there's so many more things that we can discuss but we can't let ourselves off the hook that's the thing we need to be proactive and put ourselves first and then you'll really see all of this come together so thanks for tuning in today i hope this has been helpful in your health journey and make sure you tune in for next time we have lots of topics that we can talk about in the future for sure as always if you are happy enough to leave a review or a rating i would appreciate that so much that's how other people can find this podcast and we can keep sharing and helping as we go have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world and i'll see you next time Thank you.